Hello, my loves, and welcome back to Black Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the second episode of Reacher on Amazon Prime. This episode was entitled First Dance, written by Scott Sullivan, directed by Sam Hill. This episode was aight. This aight. I gave it a 7.9 out of 10. Some things happened, but not a whole lot, unfortunately for me. And they spent a lot of time with Roscoe and Reacher developing their relationship and I just can't get on board with it because Roscoe looks like Ruth Langmar Langmore it's Langmore Langmore from Ozark and I've already got some pretty shitty feelings about Ozark and its finale so I, I could not for some reason get into this particular love story because I just kept imagining Roscoe Roscoe as a 17 year old girl <laughs> it's not my fault that the actress is not even the actress's fault that she looks like her it just wasn't the most palatable thing but um it seems we might get our uh we did get our introduction to most likely the villain so we pick up right where we left off last episode where reacher gets out of the cop car finley's like where are you going i felt like that was his consistent line throughout the entire episode what do you mean so he assigns roscoe to keep an eye on him as he goes through town eventually he says like you're chasing a man who's on foot in a cop car you're not inconspicuous whatsoever and she's like well fine why don't you just get in the fucking car (laughs) and that will make my life a whole lot easier the thing of it is roscoe is half acting as if this is not what she wants anyway to be all up in his ambience but um she does so (laughs) (laughs) when she sighed the second time she was asked to follow him i'm like why are you acting like this is a stretch for you they go to the crime scene the original crime scene where joe's brother was found he's able to do some deductive reasoning the thing about reacher i will say currently in this series is because she was like i'm a good cop and you should let me do my job at no point in these last two episodes have i saw any competent police work or deductive reasoning from the two people that are supposed to be doing this they pretty much have just made reacher the smartest man in the room which is fine but you would think that finley particularly would say okay this is out of what i am able to help let me try to recruit this person to help me and not bully or keep acting as if they are a burden to you instead of it seems the only person that knows what they're doing he knows how many men he knows where this the the shooter was he could deduce he knew where the moon was gonna be (laughs) that night um she was an accessory in the scene other than to ask you know were you close with your brother when was the last time that you talked he's like what you trying to get information from me yeah that's actually part of my job 
but I also give a damn about the fact that you just lost your brother and I was asking you just some intimate questions but if you want to make this about business fine turns out that Joe worked for Homeland Security or something to that effect I believe he works for the government and it's not clear what he was doing he hadn't talked to his brother in quite some time doesn't go deeply into it except a little bit later when they're having their conversation in the the very convenient we need to be stranded somewhere type of story arc <laughs> and uh there is the idea that his brother joe could be dirty and he immediately dismisses it so uh, either it turns out in the end he will be dirty or he um he will be clean and just got caught up trying to do his job there's a lot of drugs and guns that seem to be running through this town anytime there's a small town and then your economy is uplifted by one particular person that comes into town with business just know it has something to do with illegal activities we've watched enough of these television series to know this is exactly what goes down uh they then or he goes back to his hotel room some kids are there it looks like the same kids that he was fighting when he was a teenager because we got one flashback in this episode to prove that he is and always has been the protector of the less than and they are making fun of a well i don't even i guess it's to make fun they didn't communicate that in the scene very well because it felt like little man was totally into dancing but clearly he has down syndrome and they're just making him dance and he's like yeah if you want someone to dance how about you dance with me um seems like the same gang shows up of kids that have been sent to what hurt him this is the thing if you are so capable of being a murderer that you would have people show up in in gear and and slippers and shit and all the that stuff they did to kill the captain why then would you pay kids 20 bucks or 100 bucks or whatever to to go after someone who's clearly capable of whooping some ass because you saw that you tried to have people go after him in prison and well it wasn't him in prison it was hubble and he figures that out that they were looking for the one with the glasses and he's the one that took the glasses and that's why he was singled out but technically they were going after hubble three kids are about to get their hands broken one of them is going to need to drive them to the hospital that was funny when he was like i know where the hospital is <laughs> he's like it was the one that wasn't saying nothing it's like i was rolling with these dudes and i got caught up in this shit i'm not gonna pretend when i saw your ass that this was a bad mistake so i just let everybody else keep talking and now i will drive them to the hospital where they belong roscoe was watching in the car she's like you stupid idiots the next morning he wakes up he goes to the police station everyone's rushing out um roscoe tells him there's been another murder he just jumps in the car says where you you were told to follow me so i might as well just stick to you like glue that's when they get to the captain's home where finley is outside looking very disgusted saying i saw some things but i ain't seen nothing like that they killed the captain's wife and then nailed the captain to the wall 
cut off his balls and made him swallow it. They had the medical examiner there once again who dropped his pen. That's a little silly, but I guess not. <laughs> he is from a small town. So I will give him that. Uh, Finley being like, you're not the one that answers questions. I, uh, this dick waving contest between them is something I do not understand. Maybe it's just a man thing, but it's so silly. Like, I think maybe Finley has some reason to have been behind it. Somebody's dirty and you're hiding a secret. Just because I'm hiding something don't mean I need to tell you. Motherfucker, you ain't nobody. You ain't got a badge. <laughs> you ain't got no jurisdiction. I don't owe you an explanation. But at the same time, Finley is also irritating. They're both irritating. That's when uh, he says, I'm going to call the FBI. And Roscoe says, nope, no, no outside forces for this. These murders are not connected in any way because the mayor, Grover Teal, has elected himself to be the mayor of the town and also has called all of the police people there so that they can listen to him or a town hall so he can talk to the citizens about how these murders are not connected when they totally are i did enjoy the fact that the, it was the town people that called him out like how the fuck you gonna be you ain't got no qualifications to be chief of police but at the same time they're clearly racist I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. I understand Reacher wanted to get justice for his brother, but man. <laughs> man. Because uh, I know how if I was Finley, I would have been like, Shh, yeah, okay. Well, clearly he's there because he wants to take down people in this town. He knows all about who's bad and who isn't. It's my guess at this time. If he's got friends in the FBI... Because he calls his friend Picard. We know who that is. That's uh, a Souther. He was recently in. Um, oh what was that. That. that uh, oh the one with the keys. He was in that too. But I remember as Admiral Souther. His friend Picard. He realizes that the Hubbles. Because they do go to. Hubble's house also and they speak with his wife who's like look we've been high school sweethearts we have two children that's when he figured out the glasses thing he went and searched his shit <laughs> to look for any evidence and found a burr that doesn't match the crime scene but he got it somewhere either hubble has already been taken or he's dead he doesn't want to tell the wife that at first but the second time he comes back like look you got to protect your family your husband might be dead roscoe for some reason doesn't think to tell you the facts uh we're gonna try to put you in protective custody it's unofficial because the fbi is not supposed to be involved but finley's gonna call and get a favor from his friend he's like his friend told him i did like that consistent joke i told him not to take this job <laughs> he told me not to take this job <laughs> Once uh, the wifey kids are in protective custody, well, that was afterwards. He did go to the town hall meeting where everyone's like, why is this big motherfucker over there not in jail? Because I don't know, bitches. He was cleared of charges. Did you not hear that part? Did you not hear that part? Finley doesn't say anything in his defense. 
then we have uh our the introduction of our bad guy which is kilner i believe the senior he says that look his brother was murdered so he has every more reason than any of y'all to want truth and justice i have faith in our mayor you should have faith in our mayor and he gives this whole when this town when i came to this town it was nothing but shit but look how we've grown because it has good people he's definitely one of those guys and the entire time his son can't help but sit there and twist his mustache by staring at reacher as if he feels like he is at all in the same category i'm watching you motherfucker reacher then meets with spivy who anticipated because he's like yeah uh i'm finley and i want to talk about the treatment of reacher and he sets up a meeting he's like i don't care how you tried hard to sound like finley you don't (laughs) i appreciated the fact that he was smart enough to know that but he said since you showed up i decided i was gonna bring some friends too so he has him attacked but unfortunately those other two people get their asses kicked and uh apparently they were two south american ex-soldiers because reacher said if they weren't they would have been dead (laughs) uh spivy escapes when the police show up he goes back to the station gets patched up because we need an excuse to have him without a shirt on by roscoe instead of i don't know the hospital where they do this professionally and then he says that he's going back out finley's like go watch him yep uh-huh that's what you really want to do anyway they then he's like she's like you know you do want to get a drink i understand let's just go somewhere that is in margrave they go to get a drink they do their dancing they're stranded because the road is flooded and they spend the night in a motel room not sleeping with each other but in different beds because you know covid (laughs) uh and then the next day they go to her home he left his car parked out front he also did get a a cell phone because he said go get a cell phone the little black barber is still standing there like hey there's some people coming looking around looking for you and that you need to watch your back because you're my best customer <laughs> you might need another shave i'm trying to protect my bottom line i like, know you ain't you've been staying, sitting there for the last how many forty-five thousand years and four people walked into your body shop how the fuck you still in business i do not know or you service all the black people in the community and it's only like 15 of them <laughs> i can't imagine being black and margrave uh because i wouldn't be there for long they then uh make a promise on the door that see you soon we'll be back that seems that even feels like it was written by the mini kilner it's like see you soon it's like you don't need to keep leaving me empty threats bitch i know what's up (laughs) i'm not dumb i can see it i see it all over anybody with eyeballs can see it except for the people who don't want to and the people who don't want to is profiting from the illegal works that are going on so they don't want to know uh but they do want to know if there's a serial killer in their town <laughs> oh the hypocrisy and that's pretty much the episode it wasn't bad not at all but it just wasn't a lot that kept me 
thoroughly engaged hopefully next episode we get a little bit more uh action and a little more information on our real threat we do have feedback i was very surprised to get this feedback in my inbox i didn't think anyone was joining me for reacher the way no one joins me for mindhunter which is perfectly fine but queen shy has joined the reacher has joined the reacher bandwagon so let's hear what she has to say about this episode Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for Reacher Season 1, Episode 2. I finally joined this series. Um, I missed out on the first episode. Um, so here I am. Um, so far, I've enjoyed these last two episodes. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised because um, I don't remember the movie. I, I remember watching it. I don't remember when it came out, but... When I try to think about what happened in it, I mean, because I, I listened to your last podcast and I remember, you know, Tom Cruise was in it and all that stuff. But any details in regards to it is not ringing a bell whatsoever. Even in watching this show, it's like nothing about the movie was coming back to me. As for this um, episode, well, first, I'll, I'll mostly just talk about this one because um, I already forgot I mean, other than him finding out that his brother was killed um, and we picked up where that left off in this one. And um, yeah, so he's out for vengeance. He's out to find out what happened to his brother. And yeah. Yeah, Finley, I think I think you were saying it in the last podcast. Finley is a bit annoying. I mean, it's just like I'm not. I mean, on the one hand, you're you're looking to him for help to assist you in this case. And on the other hand, you're threatening to throw him in jail like every five minutes. It's like, you know, pick a struggle, dude. Pick a struggle. Anyways, um, Ross, you know, Reacher uh, cracked me up when uh, <laughs> when he's talking. Because that's why I was like, you know, he was telling, Finley was telling Roscoe to follow him. And, you know, make sure he doesn't get in any trouble, whatever the case may be. And then she's like following him while he's walking around in the cop car. I'm like, okay, that's not suspicious whatsoever. And so when Reacher <laughs> ended up saying that, <laughs> I was like, yep, great point, Reacher, because you don't make sense. What kind of, I mean, again, you could tell, I mean, you, you can always, you know, the, the small towns and all that stuff, they're just not used to any type of, uh, <laughs> thing like that so not too surprising that she didn't know what she was doing um he cracked me up when he's like uh, i'm a hobo not a um vagrant <laughs> it's like fine distinction there um anyways i you know i will say reacher is a man of few words and um yes he he just he just gets to the point says we gotta say he doesn't mince words he doesn't waste time with, like he was saying later on, small talk and all that stuff. Um, of course, the scene that cracked me up was um, when he was going to the, going back to the hotel, and then some of these, you know, town, the village idiots 
decided that 100 bucks was worth getting their butt kicked because I'm like, do y'all not see the guy? Do y'all really think y'all are going to take him on? <laughs> Especially for $100. Like, is it that serious? It's not even worth it. And definitely after <laughs> he uh, got through with them, they definitely didn't think that was worth it. So um, I hope they went back to them and said, hey, you're going to pay my hospital bill. Um, that was funny, too. And he was like, uh, yeah, three of y'all going to end up in a hospital. And then they're like, well, that's four of us, idiot. And it's like, oh, no, one of y'all need to drive them to the hospital. <laughs> and then the one dude is like, I, I, I know the way. <laughs> That was funny. I, that 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 scene cracked me up. Um, of course, Roscoe was like, "What what rolled what 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 rolled into Margrave? Grab Margrave?" And I'm like, "Didn't you read his file, ma'am? Like, hello, all the Purple Heart, all the stuff. I'm like, what do you think he was? Like, yeah, he he don't play. He ain't playing around. So." Then we get the murder of the police chief, and of course he's dirty, along with seemed like everybody in the town. But you know that's not uh, that's a Philly, that's not Roscoe or Finley, according to Reacher. Um, of course, Jasper cracked me. <laughs> he cracked me up when he uh, yelled out, "Holy shit! His fucking balls are gone." <laughs> That had me dying, dying so hard. And then Jasper, he's like the comic relief in this one a little bit. And uh, how he dropped his recorder when um, Reacher was like, you'll find his testicles in his stomach during the autopsy. <laughs> it's like, this is, yeah, yeah, um, that, that, that had me going. So, you know, oh yeah, I forgot about the Kleiner dude. I mean, him, the Mr. Politician, the smooth salesman. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like, it's so typical. Yeah, you just, he's not, he's shady. So, um, of course, we already met his son um, from last episode. Uh, so, not too surprising. Um <clears throat> That he's not to be trusted, and of course, it's not suspicious that the mayor just appointed himself the police chief. It's like, oh my gosh, can y'all be any more obvious? Um, we find out that Joe was in the Secret Service of Homeland Security, so that's making me curiouser and curiouser. I'm assuming that it was more to do with what was it Hubble was talking about in regards to the fraud, the counterfeit stuff. He was looking into that, obviously. Since um, that's all connected. Um, what else? I'm like, oh yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, my thing is like, what, Reacher, why don't you already have a gun? Like, I don't understand. It's uh, that's you know being former military and the fact that you know you're quick to want a gun. Like, why don't you just have one of your own? Um, I know they would have confiscated it from you if when they arrested you, but they would have had to given it they would have the given it back to you, especially if you own you have a learner's I mean learners, you have an owner's permit, um, and you can carry, which you know yeah, you're in the south, you can carry. <laughs> so um yeah, I'm not understanding why he doesn't have a gun already, just because. Um, but okay, I guess he needs a gun. Um and 
And I think it's funny. I think that's always a misconception about Frankenstein. Every time we think about Frankenstein, we don't think of the man, the, the you know, the doctor. We think of the monster. But it, Frankenstein is the doctor, not the monster. Um, but anyway, so I guess he just, they named him Frankenstein as well. You're Dr. Frankenstein and your creation, Frankenstein. Um, and yes, details matter that's his thing um i can wholeheartedly agree to that but yes i'm enjoying this uh series so far it's a nice little um escape um not too complicated not too complex i'm curious about um how this all comes together you know what happened to hubble we got um the family going into hiding and um yeah so I don't have too much else to say. Um, just looking forward to seeing what happens next. Until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was my Queen Shy with her thoughts on the episode. Um, I saw my inbox blowing up too. I was like, look at you. Look at you. Um, hilarious that you brought that up, that he said uh he's he's a hobo not a vagrant because <laughs> he do be on those details and the thing about frankenstein yeah I, ever since that i've heard i feel like this has been a continuous line of dialogue through a lot of different shows but i heard it on the expanse too uh the infamous prax scene where he's like yeah frankenstein's the the scientist not the monster and he goes no shit (laughs) so uh yeah a lot of people are trying to to start teaching those little details that do matter in in television because television does a, a lot of things or they a lot of people do turn to television for knowledge more so than i mean it's not their fault it's just what they do and they have a lot of misconceptions it's like with the expanse everyone kept talking about the scene with naomi this is not realistic there ain't their sound ain't it really cold and it's because for all of the years doing movies in space they never they've always been doing it a hollywood way that everyone now believes that is how space is and unfortunately <laughs> it's not because no one ever looked into it myself included um until it was done in a way where it's like yeah no this is actually the truth of the matter and you're like wow yeah so i like the fact when they throw in little things like that to to kind of educate or re reiterate an idea or logic that's the truth of the matter because we do tend to not get caught up in the details we just (laughs) we uh we go with the the general consensus jasper is the mortician i kept trying to remember his name but yeah he was funny he was a comedic relief and I was giving him like he's a he's a guy should know better but I immediately was like yeah no way he's from the south (laughs) he's probably never seen anything he's like yeah we have like two murders and I'm used to just dealing with natural cause deaths so I get it I forgot to mention the part about the dog he saw the dog with a empty water bowl 
and he jumped over a man's property and he gives him water and he's like what are you doing i'm watering your dog oh i just gave him some water no you didn't i understood that scene because it's just a, another way to say reacher is just the protector of anyone who can't protect themselves however i almost wanted to be like this is none of your business get the fuck out of his yard <laughs> just because this dog is thirsty i know plenty of dogs that will knock over they fucking water thing and leave me sitting there wondering why they don't got no fucking water i'm like i just put it in here bitch and in that type of uh atlanta georgian heat water does evaporate very quickly so to say it was bone dry and he said i gave him some water and to call him a lie i'm like that's a lot in a scene that really doesn't no (laughs) i would have been like okay why are you judging me you want to water my dog fine but you don't have the right to judge me on how i treat my animal because it doesn't look abused (laughs) uh it was just thirsty why doesn't he have a gun he could just go to walmart and buy one quite easily so yeah that is a good question he said don't burn me he's like i like finley but i don't like him that much and he worth my job <laughs> that was funny uh and the scene with the yeah that was probably my favorite scene of the episode is when those kids rolled up on him and he told him like, yeah three of y'all's about to get fucked up and one of y'all's going to the hospital gonna need to drive you to the hospital and you're right was she going that some of yeah that line of dialogue was silly what rolled in the you the first one that was investigating him so i said they they write in roscoe a little weird with uh how she's reacting to reach her but for the most part i'm not bothered by it i think i'll jump up the score to eight because it really wasn't a bad episode it just wasn't as uh exciting or illuminating um as as uh as it could have been so if you want to send feedback for our next episode like couch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share and subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic